Welcome back to the second episode of Why You Should Watch with me, Vic. This episode we are going to be discussing one of my favorite movie musicals, which is the 2008 Mamma Mia. So, if you don't know what Mamma Mia is about, it's basically about this, um, this lady who went to Pound Town, um, 20 years prior and, uh, shacked up with three men, um, who all are, are oddly different. There is an architect, there is, uh, a gay man, and, uh, this guy who likes to go on boats. And so, basically, the girl's like, the girl is getting married as the woman's daughter. She's like, I'm getting married. And I want my dad to walk me down the aisle. But who is my dad? And then she finds her, her mom's journal and she's like, Oh shit. My mom did a lot of things. Let me invite all of the three men that she talked about. And then maybe on this island, because by the way, this takes place on a Greek island. Um, they're like, okay. Let me, let me, uh, let me get these guys here and see what's up. But I'm not gonna send them as my as myself, because that'll be weird. So to get them to come, I will send them from my mom. So these three fellas just show up to the wedding, and they're like, Hey, Meryl Streep, it's us, <laughs> the guys. And she's like, oh. And so all these, these three Goombaloos all think that they're going to be, you know, Sophie's dad. And so throughout the whole movie, they're trying to figure it out. Sophie's trying to figure it out. Um, also, Donna's two friends are there, which is great because they're... One's just, like, tall and cares about her skin, and the other is this short one, played by Julie Walters. Um, and she's just like, I'm a lone wolf, awu, and she has a cooking book. Cooking book, what the hell? Cookbook. Um, so let's get into it. So this film was directed, um, directed by, why can't I find who it was directed by? It was directed by Felidia Lloyd, who, she is, she's just an English director, um, her other notable work was, uh, The Iron Lady, starring Meryl Streep, so that's pretty interesting. I'm assuming she was like, hey, Meryl, we did a film a few years ago, would you like to join? And she was like, okay, yeah, Felidia, that would be dope. Um, so they, it got released July 18, 2008, which is the day after my ninth birthday. So happy birthday to me. Um, and if you don't know that, uh, like, about this musical, all of the music is by ABBA, um, which they are known for, of course, Mamma Mia, Dancing Queen, and others. Um, I actually saw this film in theaters, probably, probably for my ninth birthday, um, because as a kid I was really, I was really into, you know, movie musicals, Grease was my favorite movie, I loved Grease too, but that's another, that's a whole other episode. And so, I, I knew nothing about Mamma Mia. At the, being a kid I was like, as long as it's a movie musical I'm going to see it in theaters. So, we saw Mamma Mia in theaters, um, with my two friends at the time. And it was fantastic. Did I understand half the shit that was going on? Could I look at it at the at at a, at, a, at a standpoint of a film student? No, I was a child. So that's why I'm talking about it almost more than more than ten years after its release date. Um, but man, this movie's got it all. I remember the the end 
because they have a great end sequence where they sing Waterloo and they're all weirdly dressed up in like elaborate Elvis Presley-esque costumes and it's like a whole after sequence um and I remember I don't know if you guys did this when you were kids but when I was a kid and the movie was over and like there'd be a fun end song me and my friends would run up to the front of the theater and shake our little booties um to the end song I clearly remember doing it for Hairspray when Hairspray came out I I uh I popped off to God's uh So Far We Go or whatever the fuck the song was so, let's get into why you should watch it. Um, it's great. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I really enjoy the editing of this film. Because it's really bad. And it's not as bad as Bohemian Rhapsody, where, like, you notice that it's bad and you're like, Oh, come on, you're ruining the film. It's really funny. Like, there's there's a lot of... It's a lot awkward, because I, I also have seen Mamma Mia 2... And it's more stylistic in the second one, and, like, it flows better. But Mamma Mia 1, it looks like someone just gave the film to the person the night before it was supposed to be released, and they're like, okay, pop off with this. Do some fun shit. Because the film's, like, kind of awkward, but in a good way. Like, it's funny. It's funny when I don't even think it was meant to be funny. Um, there's a lot of unnecessary close-ups. My favorite, my absolute favorite scene, um, the three, by the way, the three dads end up finding each other because they all three of them miss the boat to Calicari, which is the Greek island. And so they all take the adventurer dad, um, they take his boat to get to the island. So they all <laughs> so they all show up and Sophie's like hanging out by the goat house because that is on the island. And they the three of them get there and they're like, hey. And and I guess it's supposed to be from Sophie's point of view, but they, like, zoom in really close to the dads. And it's just, like, kind of quiet. And he's just like, hi. And then everyone's like, we're here. And then it was like, on the island. And you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> and I guess it's supposed to be, like, Sophie, like, realizing who is there. And she's like, oh, my God. Sam, Sam Carmichael, Bill Anderson, Harry, who I forgot the last name of. You're here for my wedding. And you're just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but it's really funny, like, because it's, and, and it happens a lot. Um, and there's a lot of weird bits in the movie, too, which is another reason why you should watch. It's funny. Like, it's, it's genuinely a funny movie. And it's weird because every ad that I've seen for the actual, like, Broadway musical always made it seem, like, really weird. It's just a bunch of women running around in capris on a pier, <laughs> you know? I can't be the only one who thinks, like, I, I, I remember as a kid watching all the ads for it, and I was like, this looks so weird. They're just wearing capri capris and, like, singing. But the movie's just so much better. And you have this whole weird, like, subplot of Christine Baranski, who plays one of Meryl Streep's friends, and, like, this, like, young guy... And it's a whole bit, and he's like, Tanya, you can feel the love between us. And she's like, little boys, get their fingers burnt, or something. And so there's a whole subplot with that. And then and then Julie Walters um, and and uh, Stellan Skarsgård have a, have a thing, because Stellan Skarsgård plays one of the dads. I totally forgot to go over who's in this film. Pierce Brosnan, Mana Seyfried, Meryl Streep. Stellan Skarsgård, as mentioned before, Julie Walters... 
Christine Baranski. The list goes on. Actually, no, it doesn't. But it's a star-studded cast. Like it's a. I think I think it was casted really well. Oh, oh my God! And uh, ah, who else is in this film? Why did I forget Colin Firth? How could I forget Colin Firth? He's in it. He plays the gay dad, which you don't find out he's gay till the end. But spoiler: the movie came out ten years ago. Ten? No, twelve years ago. Wow. Time flies. But it's just really campy, but like in a good way. It's kitschy, like it's it's you have fun while watching it. It's totally a movie that you can watch with your mom and you guys are like, yeah. You know when it came out, they're definitely like, dance in the aisles to Abba's greatest hits. And I just love that. Um the 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 relationships seem realistic. I think Meryl Streep has a great relationship with with Christine Baranski and Julie Walters in the film. Like, it's believable. You feel like they've been friends for so long. The dads have great chemistry together because that's a part they kind of, like, stick together because Amanda Seyfried decides, oh, I don't want my mom to see you, so you can stay in the goat house. And so they, like, end up bonding, which I, I love. And in the second film, like, even though that Pierce Brosnan and Meryl Streep get married in the first movie they still all remain friends because they all end up with someone. And so in the second movie, they all come back and they're all like bros. It's really cute. Watch the second movie as well. They share a little bro moment because Pierce Brosnan is on the island and uh, Harry and Sa- Harry and Harry and Bill, um, aka Colin Firth and Stellan Skarsgård, like come on a boat. And like when they dock, like they all hug. It's very cute. The one friendship that I hate and I know you guys will probably agree with me. I hate, I hate Amanda Seyfried's two friends. I don't remember their names. I don't want to know their names. I really like the one part where, uh, I got a text from my mother. The one part where um, she, the, the one friend goes, Ooh, Tanya, don't let him bother you. Because, you know, they're, they have accents. But they're so annoying in the beginning, especially during Honey Honey. Amanda Seyfried's scampering around like a little champ with this diary, trying to read shit to her friends. And like, what else happened? And it's just really annoying. And they don't add anything to the story. And they're just there. Like, they have a fun bit in the beginning because they dock on the little island and do a little handshake where they're like, I'm tough, I'm tall, I'm tiny, and we're gonna rock this place. But after that, like, you don't really... They're really not that involved in the film. And I think, like... I guess it's fun to have something for... For, uh... For Amanda Seyfried, just so Meryl Streep doesn't get all the attention with her two awesome friends. Um... But yeah, I... I I definitely recommend it. Despite their stupid friendship. Um... It's sad. It'll make you cry. The winner takes it all. Meryl Streep does an amazing performance of it. They're standing on this, like, hill, because they're going up to the chapel, and she's she's crying. Like, she's, ugh, Meryl Streep's just so good. And the songs are really catchy. I think the choreography's done really well. Uh, money, Money, Money is great. There's, like, all these scenes where they're on a yacht, and, and all this shit. They're getting pampered as fuck. And it's just really sweet, and it means well. And it's not meant to be the most amazing movie, obviously. Mamma Mia 2 is, like, like worse. Like, it sucks. Was it fun? Yes. Was Cher in it? Yes! Was she weird as fuck and only there for a second and oddly looked really tall and, and scarecrow-like? 
Yeah. Did she sound like Fernando? Yes, but it was good. But Mamma Mia, the first one, is a classic, well-done movie musical. And there's been some really bad movie musicals. But I really think Mamma Mia is such a classic. I think I think Mamma Mia and Hairspray are my favorite movie musical adaptations that I've seen in, in recent years. And there's going to be a whole episode on, on Hairspray. I want to do a, an episode on the original, which is my favorite film of all time, as well as the 2007 uh, Nicky Blonsky, uh, John Travolta. Because I love it. I love them both. I think they're great in their own ways. Um... But in conclusion, why you should watch Mamma Mia 2008, it's a fun movie. It's a good time. You're not... I'm a, I, you know, I'm a film student. We've been knew that. And it's... Of course it's not the most amazing film. It's not, you know, anything crazy. But boy, howdy. It's such a good time. I'm looking at pictures right now. The music's catchy. It's fantastic. They're all well done. Like, you're, you're not going to be like, oh... The ABBA version's better. Like, they're both really good. Pierce Brosnan sucks at singing. But we we know that, you know, especially for people that have seen it. Pierce Brosnan's not good at singing. <laughs> He's just like, Donna! Because that's what he sounds like in the movie. But if you want to have fun, and if you want to have fun with your gal pals, because it's, it's such a gal pal movie, you know? You sit down... You maybe maybe get some Arizona iced teas and some chips like how I used to do with my friends in high school. And you just you just you just wank it out. You just do it. Um it's very Greek. Julie Walter says that the whole thing's really Greek. They talk about Aphrodite a lot. Um the scenery's great, all these beaches and shit, little boats. There's a great scene where Julie Walters and Christine Baranski are on their way to visit Donna. By the way, I'm just in love with all their friendship. Like, that's what, like, the friendship between the three of them is so fucking funny. Um, but when they're on their boat on the way to Calicari, there's a bunch of, like, people, like, like that are Greek and, like, have all this stuff. And so people recognize uh, Julie Walters, and they're like, oh my god, can you sign my cookbook? Because she's, like, a famous cook. And so they're sitting down. <laughs> they're sitting down on the boat. And uh, Christine Baranski looks over, and this woman has um, like a like a basket with like a blanket over it. She's like, oh, she points at it, like, oh, can I see it? And then she <laughs> she opens it. It's this really nasty looking fish, and she goes, <laughs> I don't do it justice, but it's so funny. It's it's so it like. And they get on, the first one they get on the boat in the first place, uh, Julie Walters is, by the way, they're the same age, Julie Walters is watching, walking with Christine Baranski, and she goes, my mother needs a perch. Um, and it's really good because they're total opposites, like, Christine Baranski's character is, like, tall and, like, conventionally pretty and, like, cares about her skin and wants to, like, have sex, and Julie Walters is, like, a little, she calls herself a little hermit, and she's just short and, like... It's just great. And Donna really just... Donna, a.k.a. Meryl Streep, really just balances them both out. And it's really cute. So I say, do you watch this film? That is why you should watch. Um, And with that being said, this has been the second episode of Why You Should Watch. I know it was a little bit longer than the first, but I'm kind of glad. I had more to say with this one, and I want them to be a little longer of me just rambling for 20 minutes. So... 
that is why you should watch. It's fun. It's great. Great actors. Great score. Great choreography. It's all. It's all there. Um, and that's all I really have to say. So, thank you for listening and tuning into this episode. Um, I also have my other episode. Last week we did a, a sort of dive into 2001 Josie and the Pussycats, starring Rosario Dawson. And yeah, you should check that out if you haven't seen it. Um, new episodes every Thursday. Oh my god, it's a Wednesday. I'm such a silly. New episodes every week. You don't know what date. It'll probably be Wednesday or Thursday. But look out for that. I don't know what next week's episode is going to be. I think I'm going to dive into Hairspray, so that'll be fun. Uh, So thanks for tuning in. And that is why you should watch.